May the words of my mouth and the meditation of our heart be always acceptable in your sight. O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Please be seated. Merry Christmas. It is so good to be here with you all today. Jesus is born. Our Savior has arrived. Hope has come. And God is with us. And I really think the big idea for this is Jesus is here. He loves you. Trust in him. Trust in him. As I've been kind of thinking about this, it seems like it's been an exceptionally busy Christmas season. No, not at all, has it, Kathy? Not at all. It seems like it's been exceptionally busy. Parties, just, just so much going on around the church, just things every day. And as I was thinking about that, I woke up this morning and I said, ah, I made it. We made it. We made it through the shopping and the parties and the baking and the cleaning and the wrapping and the stress that the holidays bring. And it seemed like it's been a really long month since Thanksgiving. It's been good, but when you talk to people, everyone seems worn down. It seems like the stress load this year has got to a lot of people. And as I was thinking about that, I thought, it's Christmas Eve, Matthew, and you're waking up going, I made it. That's the best you could do today is say, I made it. And I thought, it's so much like a birthday party for a child in a lot of ways. If you've been to a kid's birthday party for your grandkid or your child or a friend, it seems like you go to these parties and there's all this excitement and the presents start to be opened. And as the presents are opened, all the kids really want to play with the gifts and see what they got and look at what I got you. This is the best. Let me show you how it works. Well, pretty soon all the kids are playing with the gifts, and pretty much whoever the birthday boy or girl is is kind of off in the corner now, because the party is no longer about them, but about what they brought and got and all of that. And I thought, how often that's what happens at Christmas. We get so caught up in all of these things that are going on and all the things we have to plan for that we forget the real meaning of this day, and that's the birth of our Savior. And yet we spend so much time planning and preparing, and then we forget the real reason. It's just so sad, but I think we all have been there at times. I think we've all been there during the holiday season, and we say, ah, just get us to the new year. Just get us to the new year. And we miss the excitement and the enjoyment of this day. And as I was thinking about that and kind of thinking about looking at where we are today in the world and in this country, I thought how sad it is is that we used to, I remember as a kid you'd hear about, well, there's certain people that only come to church on Christmas and Easter. And now I've noticed in my generation, they don't even go on Christmas and Easter anymore because it never was a part of their upbringing, even that little bit. Being involved in a church is something that's kind of moved away from our normal setting. And I've read books in seminary and gone through so many things, and it talked about this progression and how quick it happened. And how quick it happened that we went from a society that really was focused on God to, well, the world looks pretty good, and I'll give God some time. Well, I'll show up every other week. Well, I'll show up, mm, well, and then pretty soon it became unimportant. And so you have people in my generation that wouldn't even know what's going on tonight in this church. 
they would have no idea because they never were exposed to it. And I thought how sad it is because at the Christmas pageant today, Austin comes out, he's the innkeeper, and there's a door over here and he slaps on this sign that says, no vacancy, no vacancy. And it's cute, but I thought that's what so many of us have had happen to us. We've said, there's no vacancy in my heart for Christ. There's no vacancy for the things of God because I want to do what I want to do. We're willing to make time for parties and celebrations and traditions and experiences, but deep down we don't make room for Christ. And it's very interesting because we live in a world that seems to want us to be open-minded. And yet when it comes to the truth that God became flesh and dwelt among us, often we just say there's no room for that. There's no room for that. All these other things seem so much better. But I think the reality is this, that regardless of how we may feel tonight, regardless of the stress we may be experiencing the loneliness or sadness that the holidays do bring if you're grieving for family and friends that are no longer with us. And maybe we just want a fresh start. The reality is that Jesus has come today. He has come in the form of a baby. And he is still here with us. And he's calling us to come and follow him. We've been given the greatest gift tonight, the birth of our Savior, and how sad it is that so many are unwilling to unwrap that gift. How many are unwilling to unwrap that? I was reading last week a short little Christmas book that Max Licato had written, and he said this, it, said, it started with this, it said, simple moments, quiet moments. Moments missed by many, but created by God, forever punctuating the timeline of history. You can't open the Gospels without reading about them. They are the greatest moments. Mary watches her baby boy in a feed trough and ponders, how can this really be God? The apostles stare at a lunch bucket of loaves and fish that never goes empty. A leper sees new fingers appear where there had only been nubs, before and he runs back to thank his God. God does what we would be doing only in our wildest dreams, wearing diapers, riding donkeys, washing feet, dozing in storms, and dying for our sins. These are the greatest moments, and when God put on humanity, not only to save us from our sins, but to experience life as we do, with all its laughter and tears. How often we forget that Jesus lived and went through the things that we go through. He understands what we're going through. He understands what we're dealing with and how often we think he's distant from us. How often we think he's not present with us today. That he's removed. We say, why Lord are you letting me go through this? Even as people that say we have faith and we do all the right things... And we say, where are you, Lord? Where are you? And we don't think he understands and we don't think he gets it. But I loved when Lakato said that he experienced life as we do with all its laughter and tears because he is present. He knows our struggles and he relates.
to us. You know, I love that Jen titled the Christmas pageant tonight, The Gift. The Gift. And it really was, it is a night that we get the greatest gift of all. The angels praised God. The shepherds praised God. And Mary treasured these things and pondered them. Are we a people that are treasuring this experience tonight, the birth of our Savior? Are we treasuring that? Are we really pondering what this is all about? Or are we sitting here worried that dinner's going to be burning? That the house may not be clean enough? Or the gifts are not wrapped? And yet, really, in this moment in time, we need to be treasuring and pondering what God is doing for us in coming in the flesh tonight. And as we ponder that, are we willing to say that we, should, we need to go all in for Jesus? Because nothing on this earth is going to satisfy that spot in your heart that is reserved only for Him. Are you willing to acknowledge what Romans 6.23 says, which says, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Are we willing to accept that, that I am a sinner? That I am a sinner, and what I've earned for that is death. And by death, that means I am separated from the Father. And there's nothing I can do on my own that's going to change that. And yet, how much do we try to earn His love? We try to get there. We try to make ourselves better. We try to get across to the Father on our own. And we can't do it. And we struggle. And we start to feel like maybe we do it this time of the year really stressed out. Because we keep looking inward as if there's something that we can do. And there's really not. Because the second part of this verse has a great word in it. But. But. But the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. This is a gift. I think titling the Christmas pageant the gift was so appropriate. Because that's what this is. There's nothing that we can do that's going to make us right with God outside of accepting Christ as our Lord and Savior, outside of accepting that free gift of grace and inviting Him in, and repenting and turning from our sins and following Him wholeheartedly wherever He may lead us. Because we really do deserve death. We really do deserve to be separated from the Father. And then it's but God, one of Kathy's favorites, but God, with that free gift today, this Christmas, eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord, and that gap between us and the Father is filled as he takes those sins on himself. And because of that, we have hope and peace today, knowing that whatever the world throws at us, we're good if we're in Christ. Because nothing in this world is going to compare to a relationship with Him. And if you make that commitment, if you've made that commitment in your life to say, yes, I am all in. Yes, today is about the birth of Christ. Yes, I accept all that. What are you doing with it? What are you doing with it? 
You know, we're so quick to complain about the way the thing, how the world's going, but do we jump right in and share the gospel with people? Do we share the good news of Jesus Christ? Are we holding on to it? Are we holding on to it? Because I think that's where we are today, is that if you're sitting here today and you are all in, sold out for Christ, and you are excited to celebrate His birth and His life, and what He does for us on the cross. If you're excited for all of those things, then you need to be out sharing this gift with others. You need to take it out to the people. God's gifted each one of us in different ways. You don't have to stand up front in a church to do it. God has gifted each one of us differently. And in those different giftings, God places people in our lives that we get to minister to in ways that's probably unique to us. God orchestrates these things. Are you using that? Are you taking this gift of Christ to the people that you know and meet? And I think we need to be thinking about that. Are we going to be a people that are willing to share the good news? Will you go where the Holy Spirit leads you to go? Because the reality is, I need a Savior, and you need a Savior, and everyone that we meet needs a Savior. And that Savior is Jesus Christ. And He has come. And He is with us. And we do have that hope and peace. And so where are you going from here on this Christmas Eve? Where are you taking this gift? Are you willing to step up and take it out to the world? Are you going to hang on to it? Are you going to hang on to it? Because if we do, pretty soon it's going to be even worse. If we have a whole generation of my generation and younger, really, that don't so much have this experience, that weren't raised in this so much, that don't see the point of what we're doing here tonight, what's going to happen if we don't take it out, the people that are here? What's going to happen if we don't stand up and say, this is what we believe and this is why I believe it? That's really my hope for us tonight. Is that as we celebrate the birth of our Savior and King, that we don't just keep it to ourselves, that we do take it out to the world, to the people that need it. That is my hope tonight. I hope that we're a people that have opened the gift of Christ, that we've allowed Him to come in and change us, and work in us, and make us who He's called us to be, and then because of that life change in us, that we are willing to take that message out and live a life that reflects that we are different because today something has changed in us because Christ has come, and our lives are forever different because of what he's done. I would encourage you tonight to open that gift. Open that gift and share that gift with those you meet so that many more can be filling into these churches and going out and doing what God has called them to do. I am so encouraged that you have given up time to be here tonight. And seeing the younger families here, that's always encouraging. 
because it is something that's not as normal today. And I really do hope that we're a people that understands the hope that we have in Christ. That despite all the things that are going on, despite all the stresses you may be facing in your life, we have hope this night. And we can leave here rejoicing, knowing that our Savior has come and he loves us. And I hope that we're trusting in him. Merry Christmas. Thank <laughs> you.